Hello beautiful people, I'm Jessie Galvin and this is the Open Heart Rebellion, a place where we explore how to live, love and lead more fully by embracing all parts of ourselves. Now today is a solo episode, so I don't want to give too much away, but we are getting up close and vulnerable. I'm sharing one of the poignant stories of my journey over the last few years, and I really can't wait to dive into this with you. So if you're enjoying the Open Heart Rebellion podcast, if you're enjoying being part of this amazing, growing rocket ship of a community, why not share it with someone who'd benefit from hearing this message? You can always take a screenshot and tag me at jesse underscore galvin. I love to hear what's landing for you, what's shifting, any takeaways or reflections. It genuinely makes my day to hear the transformations that opening the heart is bringing to this community. So please let me know. I love connecting with you all on a deeper level. Now, as this is obviously a free resource, reviews really help people to find us and this message organically. So you can also head over to Apple Podcasts and share your experience of the Open Heart Rebellion over there. So what's happening elsewhere in the Open Heart Rebellion? Well, currently, I have a couple of spaces open for my deep dive one-on-one work. This is for women who know that they are their safest asset, who are looking to dive deeper into their spiritual growth, into shadow work, to really activate their genius. This is the closest way that you can work with me. This is me in your back pocket, in your corner. It's us doing life together, day in, day out, to alchemize your shadows into your gifts. We look at your genius sequence, so your life's work, the keys that are contained within your life's work, your evolution, your greatest challenge through this lifetime, what you're here to learn. We look at what keeps you radiant and healthy and expansive. And we look at your purpose, which is the question that everybody has. How do I activate more of my purpose? How do I bring more of me to the table? So if you are interested in diving deep, into mentorship that will take you to a new level of surrendering to the feminine, of being in flow with yourself, in trusting in the divine timing of your path, in alchemizing your triggers into gold and finding more of your unique essence. Send me a DM. I love to have conversations with women who know that they're ready for this work. It's a real deep dive. It's us together. It's me in your corner. It's a sisterhood walking together. We have different strengths but equal power. And I love exploring this. This is the deepest level of death and rebirth. So let me know if that activates you and you're interested. So before we dive in, I just want to express my deepest gratitude for you being here. Thank you. Thank you for your open hearts. Thank you for your yearning to grow, to expand into more of yourself. I truly see a world where activated, engaged, purpose-led humans, making positive change through the world is really what we're being called to here. So thank you for being bold and brave enough to step more into your power. If you're here, I know you're already activated in your power, but thank you for bringing more of that to the table. Let's dive in. I thought it was about time that we got to know each other better, Open Heart Rebellion community, all you beautiful people in here. So I'd like to start by sharing a really powerful but simple celebration with you. I just flew home from Greece. We landed back two days ago and the flight there and the flight home were the first two flights in my entire life that I haven't cried on the takeoff or the landing for my fear of flying. That's 
33 years of crying for fear of death on a plane. And this is a big milestone and I'm so happy to share it with you because it just shows how far this journey has taken me from being so anxious that I had to medicate myself with Valium to get on a two-hour flight, even a one-hour flight. I couldn't fly without somebody next to me holding my hand. I would freak people out because my knuckles would be gripped white onto the edge of the seat. I'd be tears streaming. I had to have everything controlled, in particular around me, including the bag for if you get sick. The headphones had to be in a specific place. I had to have a bottle of water, but not too much because I didn't want to have to get up and go to the bathroom. And that went on for a really long time. And to anyone that has ever had the misfortune of being on a plane with me, I love you. Thank you. I'm sorry. (laughs) I am a much better person to fly with and to travel with. And so that is where I wanted to start this episode because today I wanted to dive into a story that has really taken a profound challenge. It's been a profound challenge, but it's also been one of my greatest triumphs. And I caveat this story with some of the things I'm going to share might sound a little bit far out there. They might sound a little bit woo-woo. They might sound absolutely bonkers to some of you, and that's okay. The Open Heart Rebellion is a place where we can share all of the experiences of being human, and they're going to be wild and weird and wonderful, and to share openly and vulnerably. And so that's what I'm here to do today. And the invitation is to take what lands and leave the rest. And maybe you'll come back to it, maybe it'll plant a seed, maybe you won't like it at all, and that's also okay. But just to acknowledge that here and to thank you for being here. So before we dive in, let's take a deep breath together. Breathe in through your nose. And let it go. Let's talk about IBS, anxiety, and deep, deep shadow work. So for a bit of background, my journey with IBS has been a long one. I had multiple doctor's appointments over the years when I was younger growing up. I was tested for hyperactive thyroid, underactive thyroid, pretty much every autoimmune condition you can think of because nobody could understand why I wasn't absorbing food and why I was running to the bathroom 15 to 20 times a day. There wasn't as much research as there is now around the connection between anxiety, the gut-brain connection. So I was really sent away, unfortunately, with this is the way you are and you're just going to have to live with it. We began to call it my nervous tummy. I remember this name was coined even when I was about six years old because my mum and dad realised there was a correlation between when I was nervous about something, I would have to run to the bathroom. So I mentioned the, pl- the plane earlier and on- honestly, I would be in the loo until the moment we had to get on an aeroplane because my stomach was churning. You know, that feeling was so intense for me and I'd never been able to put on weight. I'd never really be able to build muscle because my anxiety was triggering this constant cycle of my body taking itself for a cleanse. So it wasn't until I got to India in 2015 for my yoga teacher training. I mean, even still then, I'd started practicing yoga, I was feeling a lot calmer, but the IBS was still there. And it was only that moment that I had when I was meditating in the hospital and all of my symptoms suddenly stopped. 
that was the first moment that I had a realisation, I experienced in my physical body that my mind can actually have an impact on my physiology, mind over matter. So this was a turning point. I was like, oh, hold on a minute. This actually, there's something in this. And the seed was planted. And for me, once a seed is planted, I'm going to water it. I'm going to find out everything I can because I want to understand things. I have this thirst for knowledge. So when I got to Australia, I started working with this really incredible herbalist who did a lot of meditations. She did a lot of inner child work and shadow work. And we started working together, primarily from a diet perspective. We were looking at what things I could remove from my diet. So I cut out things like lectins and nightshades, dairy and gluten. And over, I would say, about six weeks, I noticed significant improvement in my overall health and well-being. Now, my anxiety was less. My mind felt a lot clearer. I didn't have aches and pains. The back pain that I was always experiencing started slowly to diminish. I started to feel my energy building. It's like, okay, this is really cool. So there's a definite correlation between what I put into my body and how I feel. And so that became a bit of an obsession for me. And for the last three years, I have religiously been following the Plant Paradox program, which if you have IBS, if you struggle with that, I highly recommend this. Stephen Gundry is a wonderful person to dive into. So I've been following that ever since because it just makes me feel so good. However, the anxiety was still there. And the severity of my IBS had decreased from running to the loo 15 to 20 times a day to just sort of eight to nine, which is still too extreme. So I started researching. I started looking into what is, what is happening in my body. So at the same time as starting this research, going down this holistic route and working out how I could really nourish my body with what I was putting into it with food and supplements and improving the quality of the water I completely cut out alcohol and I was living a very very clean diet which was making me feel wonderful I'd also been quickly moving up the waiting list to see a gut consultant in Australia so I had a couple of sessions and they did they ran some blood tests and they found nothing and I remember sitting in the office with this amazing consultant and she said to me you're a yoga teacher huh I said yep yes I'm a yoga teacher she's like and you haven't put two and two together that your anxiety is what's causing your IBS the penny dropped and she said if you can control your mind if you can get a hold of your anxiety if you can heal whatever you need to heal your IBS will disappear my mind was blown to hear this from a consultant when my whole life I'd been told that there was nothing that could be done, that there wasn't enough information on the gut-brain connection, there wasn't enough information on how anxiety actually affected IBS. This was a revelation. And this just fueled my desire to look into the science behind how IBS and anxiety are so closely connected. And it really comes down to the gut-brain axis. And I saw it reported that it's about 40% of IBS patients also suffer with an anxiety disorder. 40%. I was like, oh my goodness, this is so clear. So the gut-brain axis is this amazing two-way communication channel between your bowel and your brain. And it sends messages back and forth along what's called the vagus nerve. And they're like these super nerve fibers. 
So another life-altering discovery was that both anxiety and IBS are triggered by our fight-or-flight response, which is our sympathetic nervous system. So when we feel stressed, our incredible 4,000-year-old brains feel as though they're being attacked by, I don't know, like a saber-toothed tiger. So what happens is your body starts to prepare to fight the tiger or flee from the threat. Although in my case, the threat was having difficult conversations, feeling anxious or sitting on an aeroplane to go on holiday. So rather than the threats being these external primal animals that our ancestors had to fight, a lot of the time the threats can even be internal, caused by the narratives and the stories we have in our minds. So the point being, understanding my body was illuminating and totally fueled my fire. So I changed my diet, I'd had this breakthrough moment with this incredible consultant in Australia, and I'd realised that anxiety was causing my IBS, or at least having a serious impact. So I went back to my herbalist, and I shared with her what the consultant had said, and she just gave me this knowing smile of a woman that's been here before. And she said, I didn't want to mention anything, but I had a feeling. But we all move at our own pace through our healing journey. And perhaps for me, I had to go to the science. I had to go to a medical doctor and to hear from them that actually what I'd intuitively felt and what I'd learned holistically was actually a correlating path. Because we can often find that the holistic practices and the science don't line up, although more and more they are coming together as one, which is so powerful. So I had a session with Brenda, my herbalist, and we started to dive into where where my anxiety had come from and where actually it could have begun. So we had a few sessions and we were moving further and further back and I remember having this breakthrough. Another light bulb went off in my head that I'd had anxiety for as long as I could remember that I didn't actually feel safe in my own body. And that's really something to admit, that you don't feel safety within yourself. You know, we're in our bodies all day, every day. It's the home for your soul. It's how you move through the world. It's everything to me now. But I didn't trust my body. I didn't trust my health. And I didn't feel safe. And what we uncovered, it's funny how when you move through the the healing journey, the same stories keep coming up time and time again. And something that had always come up since my very, very first psychotherapy session was the sad story around my brother. So my baby brother sadly died when he was six weeks old, my older brother. And so what we uncovered was that even as young as being in utero, so in the womb, I was carrying this grief and this anxiety So from a very early age, I was acutely aware of death. I was aware of grief. I was aware of pain. And I was aware of health having an impact on our overall well-being. And this had come up a lot through my therapy. And I'd done a lot of healing around this, which is why I'm much more comfortable talking about this now. Because this was a profound journey for me. I would say for a good 10 years of my life, this was the elephant in the room for my healing And then it just started coming up and up and up and up. And this is often what happens. These things, once you start to shine the light of awareness on them, they keep rising to be healed. Like, oh, you're ready to go there. Okay. And so we moved gently. We talked about my brother and 
how this had created the feelings of a lack of safety within my body. And so Brenda suggested to me that maybe I had a conversation with my brother. I was like, okay, I'm open to anything. And she said, maybe you just want to be in conversation with him. Maybe you want to connect your energy to him and just see what happens. And she offered to guide me through the process. And I said, do you know what? I, I think I'm going to go there on my own. I'll see what happens. We'll have another session and we can soundboard it together. And I'd love to workshop with you what comes up. But I feel that this is something that I'm ready to do on my own. So I sat with it for a few days. I just let the energy of our session and the realizations and the breakthroughs happen. And I just allowed my body to catch up with where I knew I was inevitably going to be going. And Jefton and I were staying in an Airbnb with a wonderful man who we didn't know very well, but he was out for most of the day, which was really useful for me because I was very fluid with my time. And I woke up one morning and I knew it was the day. I just had this sense my whole body was a yes. I was like, yes, this is the time we're going to go there. So I made sure everybody was going to be out. I knew I had a long period of time because I had no idea what was going to happen. Maybe nothing was going to happen. Maybe it was going to be like an earth-shattering realisation. Who knew? But I just knew that I needed to make sure there was a safe container for myself to process whatever was going to come up. And so I set myself up in the living room. I had my meditation cushion. I burnt some incense. I cleared the energy in the room, which I always do. And I just sat still. And I gently started to deepen my breath. And as I deepened my breath, I started to drop into this state of calmness, of peace inside that I had started to be able to tap into more and more since my first trip to India. This was a place that I was becoming a lot more familiar with. And then I allowed myself a moment of opening. I set an intention that this was going to be a healing space and that I was open to whatever came. I placed my hands over my heart and I told my body that we were safe and that it was okay to go there. And suddenly I felt my mind go quiet. It was like this wave of energy washed over me. And I felt the energy of my brother enter into the room and I could see myself holding him in my arms. I was cradling him as a baby and I started weeping and we had this beautiful conversation. I was just expressing my love for him. I could feel his energy. I allowed myself to really feel the pain, the grief, the sadness, the unfairness. And the lack of safety, I just allowed myself to go there. And we were sitting, and I was sitting in silence. And I was sitting in this space, feeling all the energies whirring around. And then suddenly, from the base of my spine, my spine started moving and I could feel this energy moving up within me. And before I knew it, I was retching. I started retching this energy and it was, it came all the way down from my sacral chakra. It was moving up through my spine, through my stomach, from my gut. This energy being purged out of me. 
And those of you that have had experience with plant medicine or a deep, deep purge, there is no stopping it. And this energy, I was vomiting energy into the room. There was no stopping it. It was the energy I knew subconsciously or on some deep level that this was the fear and anxiety connected to my gut and my anxiety leaving my body. So with every retch, I allowed this clearing and this cleansing process to happen. And then I felt these arms wrap around me and give me this tight hug. And I believe this was one of my spirit guides who just gave me the security, this, you're finished, it's okay. And I felt tears fall down through my cheeks. And a calmness and an emptiness. And I just allowed myself to sit in the energy. To rest as my nervous system and my body recalibrated from this really intense purging process, this purification. I went into the darkness, this dark night of the soul, the death that we're also afraid of. I allowed myself to experience the energy moving through me from every soul, every part of my being. And then just to rest. And again, I place my hands, one hand onto my belly, one hand over my chest. And I do this now as I share this story with you. And I felt safety for the first time within myself. And slowly I came round and the world looked a bit different. And I felt a little bit mad as this story is quite far out there. And, you know, I came to and thought, oh my God, what the heck just happened to me? Wow. Almost a moment of like, what? Really? Did that happen? Did I just fall asleep and did I dream that? And it is, these moments of always, they always carry this almost disbelief because they do feel far out there. So I just slowly started to move around the room and I opened the window and I burnt a candle, I lit some incense and I just sat back and I rested. I didn't do anything, I just allowed myself to be. And I was just sitting for about an hour and then the man whose house it was came home and he opened the front door and he just looked at me and said, wow, what have you been doing in here? The energy is insane. <laughs> and I just looked at him and smiled and I said, oh, I've just been meditating. <laughs> because how do you explain this? How do you find the words to explain what I'd just been through? And it was very raw. And this happened almost five, six years ago now, and it's only now, as I've continued down my spiritual growth path, that I can find the words to understand really what happened, and to allow myself to feel that pain, to go through this process of death and rebirth, to allow myself to be reborn into a body that can trust itself, that can feel safe, that can feel at home within myself. And so from that moment, I have not had IBS. I have never had IBS. I have experienced anxiety. I still experience stress and anxiety and worry and all the things that humans experience. But when it comes, there is no physiological reaction anymore. I feel safe within my body. I know that no matter what, I can trust myself. My nervous system has recalibrated so that only if I was being chased by a saber-toothed tiger, my nervous system response would be appropriate and I'd be able to activate the sympathetic or the parasympathetic, depending on what I need. And this honestly has been 
one of the first of many bizarre spiritual experiences that have led me to a greater understanding that we understand so little. We have access to so much magic and healing beyond what our mind can comprehend. Because if you told me that I was going to have this spiritual experience of purging the energy and healing myself through connecting with the energy of my brother through meditation and shadow work and allowing myself a dark night of the soul to then be reborn into an energetic state that can trust myself and that can move through anxiety and the stress of being a human differently, I would not have believed you because I've not experienced it before. And that's the thing about this deep spiritual work, this world that we play in, is that we don't have the answers in advance. Because all of the potentiality, everything we want to achieve, exists in the unknown. But when you experience these moments of transcendental states, or bliss, or ecstasy, or profound healing, you realise that underneath the unknown is the known, is the pure essence, which is love. Underneath all of it is this divine love that we are all made of that instead of a story around a lack of safety in my body to hold my brother's energy and to love him and to love myself through the process of being anxious and in pain was the greatest medicine. As I come to you today, that's the, the most profound insight that keeps coming through in all my meditations, in everything to do with this open heart rebellion. Is The rebellion is one away from fear and into love. How can we love more? How can we love ourselves on deeper levels? How can we hold ourselves through these dark nights of the soul, through this continual process of death and rebirth, knowing that ultimately we are always okay? It's just a process of reconnecting back to the part of you that is always okay. And for me, if I place my hands over my heart, I feel that. I feel that so deeply inside my being. It's a capital T truth. It's the truth of spirit and it's what guides me through all of these experiences, through sharing my truth vulnerably with you today and trusting that you'll take what you need and leave the rest. Because the magic lives in our unique experiences, in the reasons we chose to come here the lessons we have to learn, the wisdom we have to share with each other. We all learn from each other continually. And at every point in this journey of healing my IBS, overcoming the anxiety, there have been people that have totally switched things up, the most unexpected people. And the story has woven together in a way, in a picture that we could not possibly paint if we were looking into the future. So my hope is that this story has allowed you to explore what may be possible, to be open to whatever comes your way that feels aligned. Not whatever comes your way, but whatever comes your way that feels aligned and true to you. Because we have access to things so far greater, so far beyond what our minds can comprehend. Our potential for healing and growth and expansion. And coming together in these ways is how we get there. I truly believe that. So I think we'll leave this one here today. Thank you for being here. Thank you for walking this path with bravery. 
because it's not easy. Being human is really tricky and it comes with a lot of baggage. So thank you for the bravery to pave your own path, to be true to yourself, to speak your truth, because the world is waiting for your magic. So thank you for being here. I'm Jessie Galvin, and this is the Open Heart Rebellion. See you next time.